Maybe at work? In the car? Wherever you are. Time for Geocache Talk. Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. All right. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music if you're listening to the audio side. And our featured patrons, Direwolf821, Deuteronomy318, Sasquatch Lover, Angel Adamon, Anjay Adamon. I always get the French messes me up, Jesse. Close, though. You were close. All right. Hello, France. We love you. Emily Renee, Scout Mom 5, Anspire Crew, Scrabble Hounds, Jinxer 05, Float Your Goat, and our new patrons, Atreides. Good old Marcellus. He finished the Texas Challenge. Congrats to him for all 254. Atreides 7-8. What's that? That is insanity, all of you doing that 254 <laughs> Yeah, he finished it. So uh, good for him. We'll get to see him in a few weeks when we get our shirts and everything. Uh, Tick Magnet, Logwork. Thank you, Logwork, also as a sponsor and a patron. Thank you so much. Mika Put and TT0, I'm sorry, TT02. If you'd like to become a patron, click on the Become a Patron link on the front page of the Geocache Talk website, or you can go over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the now famous blackout coin. I mean, that one? That one. Uh, got it. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about this one here in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> uh, Patrons get that. They have other geocaching items during the oh, year. Oh, look at that. Somebody oh, else has at, one now. <laughs> see? Uh-huh. See? Oh, look who's got one. How about that? Well, Brian. Well, how about that? We'll talk about event. We'll talk about that here in a minute because that's some good stuff. Um, bonus content, invites to special events only for patrons. Um, just a quick note as far as bonus content. We did we did a show with WV Tim, and I think people always ask, like, hey. How about a show Doobie Tim? It's like we did one, but it was just for patrons. So if you want to, if you want to see that show, you need to be a patron for that one. So special events, uh, sport level start at as little as bison tube level, which is $3 a month. Let me welcome my co-host Jesse. Good evening. And I'm excited. We're going to try to not torture Brian tonight. We, we barely <laughs> even got on the show because we started asking him so many questions, but yeah, I get excited. Busy. This is what we do, right? So we're busy talk and it's like, Jesse, stop talking. We gotta get a show started. Uh, and uh, sponsor tonight is IB Geocaching Supplies, our good friends up in Canada. Uh, mm-hmm. IB Geocaching Supplies—they are wonderful. Uh, Pete does such a great job. Um, I can't say enough about them. Uh, there's a lot of good. Uh, 
vendors out there, but one of the things that Pete does is he makes great buttons. And that's one mm -hmm. of our buttons he made for us is a really cool geocache talk one. And what else would you put on your hat? So, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Push my hat away. I got that's uh, exactly right. But there's a lot of good ones, we, but we love our sponsors and um, he is wonderful. So, uh, yeah, I got no green screen tonight. We have no green screens tonight. Uh, what, we what green screen are you talking about? I don't even have one. Yeah. Jesse's out. He's I'm at home. I mean, he, uh, home in my, my workplace, right? That's yeah. It was headquarters, didn't we? Yeah, exactly. You're at headquarters. I don't know. Somehow, somehow, Brian Maybe walked I look right a little faded. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, way to I must have just missed you. Oh. Yeah, you must have just missed. <laughs> this kind of gives it away every time I drink. Oh, it's it's invisible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a lot to talk about, so let's jump right into show 186. Is a welcome back to the Geocache Talk Show, co-founder and president of geocaching.com. It's Brian Roth. Thank you. It's good to be back. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Um, it is. Uh, it's it's fun to talk. We actually got to see each other. Uh, I actually ran into Brian by mistake uh, at uh, going caching. I, I was up on the stage. And I. I I uh, jumped off it and ran right into poor Brian. I was like, oh, that's a, way, a good way to start with meeting somebody is to push him over. <laughs> so it was nice to get knocked over again. Really good to see you as always. Exactly. <laughs> now that was, uh, that was fun. We'll talk about a little bit about events because we, we got a lot to talk about events, but it was just fun to, to hang out with you and uh, uh, everybody else. And it was just, uh, it's fun to kind of get to see somebody face to face. So that was, that was really neat. Always. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're going to jump right in. We've got a lot of a lot of notes, so we're going to get to as many as we possibly can. Just so much stuff happening, you know. Yeah, this, we, we won't even be able to scratch the surface. And the chat room's already recognizing. They're like, "Oh, he's he's been doing the rounds," and they're very thankful that you've been been getting out there and really promoting everything this year. So it's uh, yeah, it, that's that's fun. There's there's so much to talk about that it's. It's, a, oh, it it's an exciting year for everybody. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I'm just as happy to talk about it as, as everybody else, I think. Yeah. Let we'll start by going backward a little bit and then we'll move forward into mostly into 2020. But I do want to talk a little bit about, about this thing we did, mm -hmm. which was, and I can show the back of it now actually is it's got the little leaderboard. We did a, we did a special coin Let me get around here. We did a special coin for the leaderboard. There we go. Leaderboard challenge, um, which was really, really cool. I mean, when the whole thing came about, um, we were just sort of, I don't know, Jesse, we were kind of dumbfounded. It's like, really? We can do this? This is yeah, awesome. That, oh, I was so excited. It wasn't even funny. But Yeah, and it, it went great. And uh, I, uh, I, was, I was freaking out about it and, and asking too many questions and uh, – had to calm down. It's like, okay, it'll be fine. We're going to get through this. And um, we're all very passionate people about the game, right? Everybody is. So, you know, every single one of us, it's true. And it's all good. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we, we saw people and we got to actually cash with a bunch of people that were playing to got the test leaderboard because we got to a couple of mega events and mm -hmm. people, I think people really loved it. You know, not everybody plays every aspect of the game, but the people that got into it loved it. And, and, Y'all are still testing this right in a few other places now? We are. We are. Yeah. There's yeah. a 
geocachers of Long Island is yeah. coming live with a test uh, pretty shortly, I think. Yeah, they're really excited. I'm on their Facebook group. We'll kind of talk about that a little bit too. The fact that I get to see um, them discuss it and they're fired up too. So I, I think I think it's been successful from our perspective. I mean, there was a lot of, yeah, see, I mean, people loved it, but I mean, how do, how does, um, what was the perspective, I guess, from, from your side of it, Brian? Well, there were two sides to the test. The first side was putting it in your hands and seeing sort of what you do with it. And do Mm -hmm. folks have fun or do people actually enjoy it? Mm -hmm. The second half was really focused on our side. Was it easy to administer and set up and kind of deliver? And I think, you know, as you mentioned, first of all, it's pretty new and it's been an experiment. And as with all experiments, we ran into a couple of hiccups and we, the, the most important thing from our perspective is that we're learning, uh, we're learning uh, what works, what doesn't work. Um, If there's stuff that doesn't work, how can we make it better? Mm -hmm. I think, through the test with you guys and a couple of others that we've done, um, we've actually learned quite a few things. I, I think at this point, given where we are, if I had to sum it up, I would say that it's a lot of work on um, the the partnerships and promotions team to set up an individual campaign, right? And, and to kind of get a group set up with the program. Um, the back end functionality is great but the administrative tools are really not where they need to be to make it easy to administer. And so the kind of the incremental cost of putting one together, not monetary cost, but almost like time cost uh, is pretty significant. And so, you know, we work with you guys, we've worked with a couple others, we're doing uh, geocachers of Long Island. I think when we're done with these next couple of tests, we're probably going to pause for a little bit because we have mm-hmm. learned some things. We know that it needs some work. Um, I think there's other groups and organizations who would, who would be interested in using it, but if we can't deliver it in a way that's easy for our team to do, then we'll probably take a little pause and wait until we've got the bandwidth and sort of prioritize the work necessary to get it in shape so that we could do it uh, at a bigger scale. So, you know, it's a success. Like we, you guys had a good time testing it. We had a good time Mm -hmm. sort of watching from afar. And then also the learnings that we were looking to make, at least the preliminary and first stage of learnings uh, came out of it. And and I think we've got some good, good work that we could do going forward to make it better. So for the time being, you know, it's probably really limited tests, but you know, I, I'd love to see the program become more scalable. I just know that given everything that's going on in 2020, <laughs> all the things that we've got planned and all the things that, you know, we're sort of responding to um, and participating with, you know, with the community, uh, that means that it's going to be a little while before we're in the kind of position that we'd like to be to really roll it out at a broader level. Gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what, at least, that's what we want to hear is that it's positive and that you're still playing with it. Right. We love take the time, play with it, do everything else. You know, it's not like we don't have anything else to do this year. So so from your perspective, like you guys used it, you, you worked on this, this challenge. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Is it something that, that folks would want to do again? Um, you know, there's certainly opportunities to do it in different ways. What, what are your thoughts on it? I think, I think absolutely. So we have, 
a very active uh, community around here. So I get to talk to a lot of people in person. And then obviously we get to talk to a few people here. And some people said uh, it gave them something new to do, which that's as much as for them. They're like, okay, it's something new to, to target my caching for the weekend. And other people like me, uh, anytime there's a competition, I, I can't, I can't control myself. So um, I, I think it's good that, especially if you make it scalable, like we talked with a lot of people that said, I would want to do it, but I'm not a power cacher. So if I could do something locally, I would love it. But you know, if it's a leaderboard, like there's a guy that I, I talk to regularly around here. That's one of those people that has over 200,000 caches. I'm not competing with that dude. It's really, you know, that's not my style, <laughs> but uh, you know, the fact that there's groups that can do stuff. I, I heard a lot of excitement with it and I know me and Gary personally loved it too, but I heard a lot of people saying a lot of positive things. I didn't, I didn't really hear what the negative angle could be because you're not forced to do it. So yeah. the, the case people are wondering, I, I don't, I thought we made it fairly clear. Maybe not. I guess not. Uh, the final leaderboard is out on geocachetalk.com. Yeah. So you can see what the final leaderboard standings were. Uh, oh yeah. It's on so, there. Go check it all out. It's on there. I mean, obviously the mad Finn was the, the guy who sort of came came out from nowhere. We had um, the Twonky was in the lead for a long time. Um, Dave Barsky, who uh, you know, he's the one that was the producer for Dirty Jobs uh, mm -hmm. with Mike Rowe, and um, he did a he's a avid geocacher. So um, that's, there's that's a perfect example though, right? Like he knew it was coming out, so he saved up a road trip that he wanted to go do. Yeah, right? saved up a, did road a huge trip. road trip, and you know, I think you can have a lot of fun with it. But it's, you know, it's not something people are forced into because everybody, that's one of the beauties of the game, which you've heard a million times, I'm sure. But there's so many different ways to play it and nobody's forced into playing it one way. I think it's just one more thing that can be added. And, I, you know, I hope we see some version of it in the future. I really do. Me yeah. too. I really do. You know, at some point, given all, we're, we're always kind of weighing the different priorities. There's a lot of there's a lot of interesting opportunities ahead uh, for us to find ways to engage with the community, but also give the community tools to engage with one another. This is one of those examples. Uh, one thought I had, and, and this is obviously quite a bit further out, assuming we even do it, but wouldn't it be cool if, say, as a premium member, you could create a leaderboard and you could select the group of, of your friends that want to mm -hmm. be part of that leaderboard. And right. then you could say, oh, this is just about, you know, T5s or right. this is about puzzle caches. And so you can define the scoring to suit the nature of your group. It just feels like a fun way to let people engage with one another. Again, it's, that's just an mm -hmm. idea that's based on what we've seen so far. And that would take quite a bit of work to get there. But, you know. It, it's one of those things that we will add to the list for future consideration. I think it'd be cool, mm -hmm. but between now and delivering on something like that, there's quite a bit of work that needs to be done. Oh yeah. No, that's cool. That would be the best version I could hope for what you yeah. just said. If you, you can and I are on the same page, I, I think so too. I really I do. Love it. love it. Um, let's talk about something else that is interesting. Um, I, at least I think so, uh, is Adventure Labs. And uh, we were talking before the show, and uh, Brian, you got maybe you could give some of those stats again, but there was only – how many was there before the before the start of the year? And then how many are we sitting at about now, do you think? I think at the end of the year, there was something just just over 750 active. Okay. 
And that was, those 750 came from essentially 2019. So in the first third of 2019, uh, we look at it as sort of um, seasons here for, for planning purposes. So we've right. got kind of a um, like winter, early spring, and then spring, summer, and then fall into winter. So mm -hmm. there's three seasons. The goal for the first season, I believe, was about 250 um, adventure labs. And, you know, we gave out a certain number of credits to see, okay, how many people are going to build them? What are they going to build? What other tools do we need? Uh, then we, for the second um, period, we went to 500, and then we went to 750 by the end of the year. Right. And then thankfully, there's a lot of people who are interested in playing with the tool set and putting something out there. So we're not, we're not having trouble finding people at this point. It's more, how do we release the credits in a way that allows us to both scale the platform and learn what else we need to do? So along the way in 2019, we, you know, we realized very quickly that we need, uh, we wanted something like ratings. We wanted an activity log so that yeah. lab creators would get feedback on their creation, which is one of the best parts about kind of cash ownership in general. So we've been learning and we got to January with something north of, of 750. And as of now, I'm going to take a quick look at this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so at least as of like 15 minutes ago, there are 2,268 adventures. Wow. That is so awesome. Considering in the last, what, month and mm -hmm. three quarters, we've added over a thousand of them. And, and that's the, that's the community. We, that's not us because again, right. We're just delivering a platform, putting it yep. in the hands of creative people, and they're building some really cool stuff. It's it's super exciting to be on this end. I I check the stats almost every day, along with a variety of other statistics. Right. But to see the growth, and I'll see adventures come along. There's a maybe I've talked about this before. Hey, there's the, uh, the yeah. I gotta move around a little bit. Somebody in the comments said that they they enjoy. It. I'm trying to talk with my hands more. Animated. Right. Let's see how it goes. Maybe it's very exciting. <laughs> so excited. Um, where was I? Where, so, where were we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, the, yeah. A lot of them are out there now. So. There's a lot of them out there now. So, yeah. so one example, I saw a, uh, there's one in Turkey, the mm -hmm. country of Turkey, and it's a five stage, like most of them, James Bond adventure. Oh, so cool. it takes you to like five different locations where the James Bond movies were, were filmed. Oh, neat. You know, I don't have any near-term plans to go to Turkey, but if I did, I'd be really looking forward to checking that out. And the the one in Minnesota um, that uh, Joshua Johnson did about Prince, I think would be super yep. cool. Yeah, he did that. Yep. Me and my family went out um, a week ago today. So last Sunday we went downtown Seattle. There's a theater adventure where you go to five different theaters. It's like the, the Paramount Theater, um, the Moore Theater, Cinerama, the Market Theater, and, and one more. And you kind of learn the history of these Seattle theaters and you learn about who's played there. And it was just a fun day out with, with me, Heidi, and the kids and, and our dog. And so I think on the, the creative side and the player side, people are, people are really starting to have a lot of fun with the platform. And that's exciting. I love seeing it. No, you're right. That's incredible. Oh, so we're lucky enough to be in that. Gary got his adventure. Yeah. Lab. Already released his. We, we talked a little bit about that before the show, but I just want to share real quick is um, I did. Uh, there used to be a, a um, virtual at the, but I did the Barney Smith toilet seat museum. Mm -hmm. 
I'm getting good ratings. I love, we were talking about this before the show is the activity too. Uh, I love that. Cause uh, you were saying Comment. the comments. And so um, that was something that uh, the bounce bounce mentioned. Mm-hmm. I, I know to you, Brian, that um, you know, something that we really wanted, which was kind of like a cash. You want to be able to see people commenting and, and, you know, enjoying, you know, and I love these comments that I've gotten about this adventure lab. I mean, they're, you know, and they, there's, there's information there about people who met, had met him before he passed away uh, down in San Antonio or, uh, you know, Joshua Johnson was one of the people he made, a, he decorated a toilet seat and gave it to him for, is it like a get well card? He made a get well toilet seat museum. Toilet seat. <laughs> And uh, one of the guys I know, uh, I didn't know this until I'd seen it in the activity thing, but he had made one as well. Um, he made it as part of his 25,000th uh, geocache find at the virtual when it was in San Antonio, and he made one and gave it to him. So, I mean, it just neat stories, and you get to see that as part of the Adventure Labs. Yep. Somebody I see in the comments is asking about the locationless Adventure Labs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you guys want, I'm, I'm happy to speak to that. Yeah, go ahead. Pretty pretty briefly. I mean, yep. you know, again, this is a test platform. We put it out there and it's a learning process for us. And, and we certainly haven't accounted for all of the potential possibilities of what folks are going to do with this. Yep. And so, you know, we saw a few of them out there and the, the Project GC one and, and there were a couple of others mm-hmm. that were essentially you could do them from your couch. Mm-hmm. And what was interesting is that people were really enjoying them. There were a lot of folks doing them and all of a sudden, you know, people are playing all over the world to try and solve these. And what we realized is, Hey, there's something there. I mean, people are enjoying it and there's, um, there's some potential there, but what we really wanted to focus on for now, at least is not allowing locationless because part of our goal as a company is to get people outside, Mm -hmm. uh, get them moving. And so, it didn't feel like it was consistent with our values as a company to create a product that could be a platform that could be used to not inspire people to get outside, but actually inspire people to, to sit there and play. And, mm-hmm. and the, the long and short of it is, you know, we're not doing it now. Um, we saw some excitement. There's something interesting there. Uh, perhaps in a future, future iteration, we will um, allow the tool set to serve that type of experience. But for right now, we said, look, let's keep this very specific. You're going to have to leave your house to go play a geocaching adventure right. lab experience. Um, if that changes, we will make sure to let everybody know. But that's really that, that's why we're here. Yeah. So it's it's got to be interesting from your side of it. Because no matter what you put out, geocachers are going to find a way to do something you didn't expect. It has to be every time. You know, and, and the cool thing is, think about how much of an opportunity that represents. You know, we've got 85 lackeys in Seattle. Um, we don't have all the good ideas. You know, there's no way. We actually, you know, we, we don't always have the best answer to a problem either. So part of the, part of, you know, we don't own the geocaching community. We get to participate in the geocaching community. And part of the vision statement on the walls around here at HQ basically says we don't own geocaching. We earn the right to be the global headquarters for the game through generous service to the community. 
So part of it is we're paying attention. You know, let's let's put something out there. Let's see how people use it. We'll try and try and determine what what are, what is the want of the community. What can we do to make it better or or guide the game in a way that's going to be a, a win win for everybody. And sometimes we have to make hard decisions. You know, the the decision about not allowing locationless for now. I think was a, a very specific decision and we knew not everybody's going to like it. The people that are enjoying playing these are going to be like, why would you do that? But we felt like it was the right thing to do to say, stay consistent with our focus as a company and continue working on the platform as a location-based gaming platform, um, not as a, as a home platform. Yeah. Another one of the more recent decisions we talked about before the show was the decision to stop allowing physical placements. You know, that's recent, obviously a lot of discussion in the community about that. And and I think really good discussion um, with the physical placements specifically, the, one of the things that we want to do with the Adventure Lab platform is we want to extend the geocaching game in a really positive way, give the creators a broader set of tools to create adventures and experiences that other people can play. Right. Um, at the same time, one of the important um, components for us is that we cannot do this in such a way as it would jeopardize the core game of geocaching. Mm-hmm. So when, when we talk about jeopardizing it, one of the things that people will note about the Adventure Lab platform is that um, new Adventure Labs are not reviewed by reviewers. And so we're not looking at each location to say, does this have landowner permission? Is it in proximity of other physical locations? One of the things that that we were concerned about is if people, I'll take a step back. One of the things we were concerned about was that over the past 19 years, the community volunteer reviewers have built relationships and made agreements with land managing agencies all over the world. Some of those agreements would say, hey, I'll make sure that there's no caches in this off-limit area. Or one of them will say, hey, anything that's placed in your park is going to go have a permit. So what we can't do is have people use the platform, place things in a location that we've already collectively promised we won't do. So the way that we're looking at it now is no physical placements. Uh, We may come up with a better solution in the future. We might not. Um, But at the same time, build them the way that we're building them today. We will continue to maintain the relationships on the core geocaching side with those land managers. And we can tell them, hey, we're not going to cause a problem that we promised we wouldn't cause. Um, so that's that's sort of why we did it. And, you know, we feel like it's in the best interest of the overall game and the community. So, you know, the only exception is the megas and gigas, which mm-hmm. are out to have them so long as they are temporary, which I believe the, the guidance is like three weeks or less. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, again, there's the people that are putting on megas and gigas normally have a pretty good uh, relationship with the folks uh, with the town or the city that they're in right. and the land managing agency. So there's a little bit more trust there that we're, we don't feel like we're taking a, a big risk. No, you're right. No, it's well said. Very well said. One of the, uh, and I know we have to, we have so much to talk about, right? But one of the the neat things that I see that I hope get to stay in there is uh, is the videos. You can use videos for uh, for in, lab caches inside lab caches. Yeah. Inside lab caches, absolutely. There's there's no reason for it to go away. In fact, you know, when we look at the tool set, 
Um, being able to create a location-based experience, leveraging this latest technology on our mobile phones um, allows us to incorporate all different types of media. So you've got images, text, video, um, triggers, mm -hmm. um, but I think that there's opportunities to expand that as well. Again, it's just a matter of time. We, we're still, you know, we're still in the early stages of this platform. What we're mm -hmm. seeing is very exciting. We're seeing, you know, it, it's helping to get people outside, give them something fun to do. And also, unlike the core geocaching experience in some ways, um, some of these adventure lab experiences are a little bit more accessible to, you know, say, a, say somebody who doesn't, um, who's never played geocaching before. They come along and they say, oh, I'm not exactly comfortable looking for a box, you know, in this public area, but I'm certainly comfortable doing a historical tour of this city or a story right. driven adventure. So long term, maybe this is a easier on ramp for outsiders to get accustomed to a location-based kind of finding game. Right. And if we do that, maybe we can broaden the, the overall geocaching ecosystem and bring in more people who might not have been inclined to give this great activity a try. Right. No, perfect. Um, we're going to move on to uh, – we have a question about uh, AR. Um, you know, we have the uh, short – test i guess the short is sort of relative uh, but um uh we just you know <laughs> this is this this really speaks to to geocachers brian because this is typical but when it first came out we just and i raced to be the first in our states to put out an ar so we're successful i was the first in texas he was the first in colorado so it's like gosh we're so, we're, we're we're just crazy folk but yeah that's you know, it was fun to, when it first came out, it was, you know, it was really cool. Um, they weren't the greatest AR, um, but it was fun. And, you know, I've seen really, I've seen actually good ones. We, we were at, not that great. It just was something I put together, but I admit to that. But uh, we were, uh, wife and I were in Hot Springs, and I was really impressed by the ones that are out there. It was just really cool that, um you know, we were able to and just, there was something about it just that you're standing there, you know, I'm holding my phone up and I could, you know, and I'm looking at the AR part and it's basically asking me a question about something that's really right behind me, you know, cause I, in real, you know, in real time and I'm looking at it from the AR part of it. And I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed easily. I'm impressed by the light bulb coming on every day. So, uh, but I guess the question a lot of people are asking is where, where are we at? Where's, where's HQ at with uh, AR caches and what's sort of maybe the future? Sure. Um, I guess the, again, the long and short of it is <laughs> there's more to come. Um, okay. You know, we felt like the, the test, the test uh, showed had some positive indications. Uh, people mm -hmm. were, interested in it and excited by it. Um, we, you know, when we talk about all of the things that we are working on here that maybe stand in the way of us working on other projects, I would say that AR, um, without being too specific, AR in some form is part of our near to midterm focus. 
And I think you can expect to see at least uh, another stage of this experiment at some point in 2020. Cool. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Sanders Sooners AR in Northwest Arkansas. Mm-hmm. IR. I think it's AR there, but they, yeah, they did, uh, did a great job. I mean, then there's a lot of them. I mean, obviously, but uh, um, I think also people were wondering, um, will they be uh, Eric? Uh, some other people were asking this. I don't know. You, you, they're wanting to mix mix and match the platforms. He's wanting to know if that if they could add AR to the Adventure Lab platform. Well. Yes. But- the short answer is eventually <laughs> I believe they will be able to. Wow. Eventually. You know, yeah. it's, it, it's something we have absolutely talked about and considered. I would, you know, if I'm being completely honest, I would say that there's quite a few things that we have on the priority list that will be prior to that. Um, but it's absolutely something that we are considering for the future. Yeah. No, that's well, that good. sounds like there's a lot that goes into that in the background, right? It's it's not like hiding a, a standard cache somewhere. You're having to do a lot of programming because once you release it out there, Ian, I know you did that for the you know for the experiment, just like with leaderboards and AL and AR. Those are all experiments, but before you unleash that on the world, it needs to be pretty stable. We certainly hope so. Um, unfortunately, it's it's a little hard to test at scale without scale. Yeah. And so sometimes we find that, you know, we've released something that worked on, on our staging servers a thousand times. That's a little bit of hyperbole, maybe not a thousand times, but worked quite often and consistently. And then we put it out and there's a few hundred thousand geocachers banging on it and mm-hmm. we've got a problem. Yeah. So, you know, even when we talk about the next stage of AR, I am cautiously optimistic. You know, I know what we're working on. I have some idea of, of what we're going to try and do with it. I hope it works. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't work, well, we're going to learn something, and it gives us the opportunity to to modify it. You know, there's no way we're going to get this all perfectly right, and that has to be okay. And I think that the community has come a long way with us in terms of their understanding, and we actually get a lot of latitude. I mean, you know, there's going to be people who get – frustrated or pissed off or maybe mm-hmm. a side comment here and here or there. But by and large, the the global community gives us a lot of leeway and they understand that, you know, we're 85 folks and, and we're actually doing a lot of different things at the mm-hmm. same time, certainly supported by folks like you guys and the community reviewers and the translators and the moderators and the cash hiders. You know, this is a big community project, um, but in the position that we're in, we do have the best of intentions and we've got some ideas and you've got some ideas and we're going to try and put it together so that the next 20 years see at least the same kind of evolution that we've seen over the last 20 years, mm-hmm. which is remarkable to say the least, if you think about it. Yeah, no, it's tons of stuff. And, you know, since you mentioned reviewers, we always like to thank the reviewers and stuff Absolutely. like that. I was talking to my local reviewer today and I promised him uh, because he's helped me so much recently, I would, Personally, asked for a raise for him, maybe fifty percent raise. So, uh, <laughs> Done. <laughs> they, uh, I'm one of those that uh, I always try to do the right thing, but always push it constantly. And I have the best reviewers in the world that work yeah, with me, right. uh, and and let me push, but help me stay in the rules, you know. Yeah. So, uh, and that's you know just just like that. I have uh, and 
I've got lab caches coming out this weekend, and I've been working hard to to do really? something with That's them. Exciting. Um, and uh, any spoilers? Well, the short version of it, without a spoiler, is come on. We have an extremely active group here in in Northern Colorado. We have seven of us um, that are all releasing our lab caches on Leap Day. Um, so there's going to be a big event and everything else, and we're going to do it. So I wanted to be really creative and the library is fully on board, but I added videos into the lab caches. You have to walk around, answer questions based on the library. And even though the library knows, and even though I've written it everywhere on everything that I could, you have to have headphones. Like do not walk around playing a video in the library, right? <laughs> I know it's right. going to happen. They know it's going to happen too. So <laughs> I can't imagine the scale like, and I'm nervous and this is just local lab caches, right? Mm-hmm. And I know people are going to do something unintended. So if I multiply that by like, a million. I, I feel like that would be what it's like when every time y'all release something brand new. So it, it certainly does feel like that. That's, that's pretty exciting. Leap day, seven new series in yeah, and, and all the yeah. stuff that goes with it. And there'll be a big group coming up and I, I can't say enough about, I'm so lucky to live in Colorado for caching and we have great people and very active cashers. And they're one of those groups, just like you were just saying, like you put something out, it's a little bit off. They don't usually roast you. You know what I mean? It's usually like, hey, you may want to, I'm out here. Can I help you? You know, so it's, we have a very forgiving community up here and hopefully it's like that in most places, but I know how lucky I am. So, um, but you know, I, I think really it is in most places, you know, the overwhelming majority of people in the community are mm-hmm. really forgiving and and engaged and, and happy with, with almost everything. Um, given the, Giving, giving sort of the place in the community where we sit, um, we know that and we trust that. At the same time, when the few that speak up and are pissed off, when they raise their hands and and start yelling, uh, we don't we don't miss the we don't miss them. We get to see every little bit of it. <laughs> and sometimes you know it's interesting because sometimes we feel like, hey, we've launched something, we've launched something, and everybody hates it. And the truth is everybody doesn't hate it, but right. maybe there's a few really vocal folks that hate it. And and on our radar, it looks like we've got a big problem. And then sometimes we'll let it sit for a week or maybe talk to a few folks and they're like, yeah, I understand why they're upset. It's not that big of a deal. I actually prefer it this way or I don't prefer right. it this way. Mm-hmm. But it's trying to keep perspective in this kind of like media environment with all social media and, you know, everybody could say whatever they want and, you mm-hmm. know, and make sure you find out about it in some form or another, you just kind of have to get used to it and keep it in perspective. And it's one of the things that we've certainly learned as a company over the 20 years, um, almost 20 years. Yeah. Uh, but, but those were some hard lessons to learn. Yeah. Oh, I bet. It's gotta be, especially, you know, just like us, we've, we've talked to you in person and you're very passionate about the game and you're, you know, you, you love the game, obviously, or you, you know, you wouldn't dedicate this part of your life to it. Right. But um, people do say things that are unkind sometimes. So it, it, it's got to be tough from that, you know, uh, from that perspective sometimes, but it seems like y'all have done a pretty good job of not fighting back or taking offense to that. And y'all just keep moving on positively. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it does us no good to fight with anybody. You know, we try and we try and administer a set of guidelines. We also try to, you know, if there's people who are really misbehaving, we're right. generally the only folks with the tools to stop them. 
Right. right. So, you know, we try and do a bit of that. And, and, you know, it goes back to the old adage of you can't please everybody all the time. Right. Um, but but by and large, we've been really fortunate. You know, I, I can't complain at all. I think that most of the people are really good. Most of them are forgiving. And, you know, the, the people that are going to speak up, that normally they're speaking up because they're passionate about what it is that we're all doing. And so, you know, I don't really fault them. It's just, you know, try and have constructive criticism, try and uh, understand that there's a lot of people that are trying to talk to us at the same time. And a lot of people want a lot of different things. We're going to continue doing our best. And it might not be the, you know, we might not be working on the one thing that that person A wants, but we're working on something that we believe person B or C wants. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the end of the day, the goal is to get stronger as a company, more capable, more effective, mm-hmm. and then deliver a great set of tools to the community, which allows the, uh, inspires and enables the kind of great activity that we see worldwide through this game. And that's a, you know, it's a blessing to be part of it in that way. It's been, mm-hmm. you know, I love the game. I love the community. I, I really love the company and the people who work here mm-hmm. so to be part of that, you know, I've, I've said it before to you guys, but but I don't take it for granted. And I know that the other lackeys here don't take it for granted. And and you folks out there, you don't take it for granted. You all know how special this is. Oh, and so yeah. we're just all fortunate to be a part of it. And when you see good people all over the world in all these different cities and countries come together to play a game that allows us to develop a, a larger appreciation for outdoor recreation and nature yep. and other people – that's that's just a really good thing. So we're super fortunate, and, and it's just a real treat to be involved. I don't know if I mentioned, but um, tomorrow morning I'm getting on a plane, and I am flying to basically to Dusseldorf Air, Airport, and there's the on leap day is the Beethoven Project Mega event in oh, Boston, cool. Germany. And so I'm going with um, Jennifer and Cindy from here, and then there's mm-hmm. a whole bunch of uh, geocachers that we know over there, and it's going to be a heck of a lot of travel tomorrow, way too many hours sitting in a very small airplane seat. Um, but when it's, you know, when the travel is done, then we get to go out and see a different part of this community that's over in Germany. And it's, you know, this is a big mega. There'll be thousands of people from not just Germany, but a whole bunch of different countries. And it's, you know, you get to, you get to shake hands and, and talk to the folks out there. And that's when it really hits home about just, just how similar we all are despite the boundaries and, and everything in the middle. Um, it's just, it's just good people out there. So that's all next week. I'm really looking forward to it, but that's tomorrow morning effectively. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the night before. Cause I know that's uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's a long, it's a long trip and you're heading the, I always call it the wrong way. Cause you head East. So you're, you're losing time. If you fly it's, to Hawaii, you get there and you're like, Hey, it's the afternoon. It's uh, traveling east is the hard direction. Right. You know, I, I get there. I, I don't do too well sleeping on airplanes. Yeah. And so, you know, you get there, you've been up more than 24 hours. And then yeah. you feel like we've got to take a train from Dusseldorf to Cologne and, you know, figure out where the hotel is and get settled. It'll be tomorrow. Well, it'll be Tuesday afternoon, Germany time. We leave Monday morning here. We get there. Tuesday afternoon, we should be getting approaching the hotel. Right. It'll be interesting. People are having fun with you here, Brian. They want to know about the official company jet. And- yeah, <laughs> about that. 
<laughs> so here, here's what I would say is no, no matter how well we ever do as a business, we're not going to have a company jet. It's not trackable tail number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A trackable tail number. Well, it's, it's funny. Um, funny though. A group of Germans that were going to come over for the 2020 celebration. Right. One of the ideas was to try and rent a jetliner. Oh, wow. And gonna, you know, put something on the side to make the whole oh thing trackable. And, <laughs> you know, awesome. I, I think maybe when, when they looked into the logistics, they realized just how challenging something like that would be. There's a bunch of them coming over, but not on one <laughs> first to fly. First Thanks, to Andrew. fly. It's a good one. <laughs> um, yeah. It, oh, yeah. They're, happen. But tail number. They that, are such a unique thing. We don't have tonight to really get into all that. But German cashers are, well, there's a lot of passionate cashers in the world. We know that. And that's the cool thing. But German cashers are kind of, uh, as far as a country goes, it's amazing their their passion oh, yeah. for the sport. And um, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't think you probably, you know, when you, when you first started this, uh, when we talked about before about, you know, the beginnings of geocaching way back in the, the very beginning, uh, I don't know if, if y'all even had an idea of the fact that some country would become so passionate other than, you know, the, the you know, uh, the, the, the countries you were probably familiar with, but Germany, it's amazing how passionate they are over there. It's amazing. It is. The cool thing is, you know, they have these big megas and they've had a bunch of gigas event, giga events over there. And because they are such an active part of the global community, a lot of lackeys, including myself, get to go over there every so yeah. often. And it's, you know, we built relationships with those folks and the food's good, the beer is good, the people yeah. are kind and welcoming and they hide some really awesome geocaches and some of their, oh, I got to talk with my I get really excited about the Germans. <laughs> They're great. Um, some of the tree climbing caches right. are, are pretty <laughs> extraordinary, but I've, I've, uh, I've had some really positive experiences in, in a variety of places throughout Germany. Yeah. Um, and, and they're really into geocaching. They love it. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who are coming to the 2020 celebration, you're going to see a lot of people from, yeah, me, yeah. Jesse, uh, you're going to see a lot of people from all over the world that are coming here to celebrate the, the same game. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. We, and I know we were going to talk about that in a second anyway, but I'm very yeah. excited for the 2020 celebration. That's uh, for, for a lot of reasons. And, and you're going to tell us all about it. But the uh, for what y'all are doing, which we don't even really have on the list tonight, but y'all continually, like we joked about the jet and you said, you'd never spend the money doing that. When we, we know that because you, you still have a $30 premium fee, right? But uh, you're really doing a good job and of opening up the game to everybody. So there's not like an exclusive club and we don't have to go down that road. Right. Obviously, but what y'all are doing and, and there's so many opportunities for people that are newer in the game. And I'm, I'm the baby in this chat tonight, as far as the game goes, but I've had a blast with it. And there's tons of opportunities just, around that one little week right there. I mean, given, you know, the, the week leading up to it and then the week, you know, you've got the celebration on the weekend, you've got the going ape event on Sunday, right. and then it's sort of, you know, maybe it'll, I, I don't know. I don't want to say ramp down a little bit, but you know, maybe we could catch our breath for a moment and then head on up to Abbotsford yeah. BC for, for geo Woodstock. Yeah. 
it was something that we had talked about really early on with um, Chris and Helen from Land Sharks about, you know, they were going to put in a bid. And if there was some way where we could create bookended weekends, um, it would give people an opportunity to come out and really see a Pacific Northwest, you know, North American um, series of events and, and create a really fun time for a lot of people. And really the way that we've been looking at the 2020 celebration, I think I've mentioned this before, is this is, it's a celebration, but we wanted to give a gift to the community. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we've gone out and and it's been a lot of planning and there's still a lot more to be done. But the goal is to make it, you know, make it easy for people to come on in and, and celebrate together. As you said, everybody's welcome. And that's, that's the nature of the game in general. You're right. It's this geocaching, and I don't—not that I don't care about any other game—but when we're focused on geocaching, it's it's important, and I think everybody around does a really good job of of welcoming new people in and just saying mm-hmm. that no matter who you are or or where you're from or any of that, like yep. come on in and you could be a geocacher, and you know we'll host an event for you if you come visit or or let's go out on the trail if you want you know we'll show you some really cool geocaches so to see that happening um with different groups of people all over the world and then get get an opportunity to bring the most passionate ones or or let's say the most passionate ones who have both the free time and mm-hmm. you know resources to come here and we recognize right. not everybody does but come on out and and let's celebrate together and then throughout the year, there's all these celebration events that will be taking place. There's all these megas and gigas, and we will be sending lackeys to a large amount of them throughout the year. So mm-hmm. it's an opportunity for us to have people come visit us at, at our, you know, in, in our sort of neck of the woods, mm-hmm. and then for us to go out and visit them where they are. And so like, like me, this weekend, next weekend, this Beethoven event, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be in Bonn, Germany, and I, I can't wait. That's awesome. Yeah. We've, uh, Jesse and I have been, uh, especially involved with Mingo, which, um, a lot of planning going on for Mingo Madness is mega, which is amazing to think about that. Um, you know, little Colby, Kansas is, uh, and they, we've met with the people there, the, the CVB and some other, um, uh, businesses in Colby or, and we actually went, to little Mingo met to the little Mingo Bible church and talked to the the pastor and his wife there, but it kind of give them a, a heads up. Uh, you know, that one, you know, that just give you an, exa- an, exa- an example of, yeah, Kobe will be overrun, you know, uh, and just let him know. And the, the will attends for that's over 720. <laughs> I don't know what's up to now, but I mean, if you multiply that by, you know, everybody, you know, there's this, there's analytics out there that tells you, but, you're looking like a thousand people <laughs> show up at a town that's about a thousand people. So I mean, it's it's going to be amazing. And um, but the 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 people are very excited about what's going on, and in, in that um, I mean, they're looking into you know doubling down and like w- w- you know we told them about geo tour and like we're interested. Tell us about a geo tour. We'd like to be interested. It's like that's perfect. That's another way to sort of expand the game. And we're sort of just, you know, like you've said, Jesse, Jesse and I, 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 I'll speak for him real quick about this because we want to move on, but um, we're just so privileged and so thankful 
to be able to just have a small part in something like that and to be able to to be involved with helping do those. Um, and uh, <laughs> Adi, who lives out there, he lives in Fort Hayes. Give it a little more credit. Okay. All right, Adi. Hey, you know what? That town did adopt it, though, and they were they the did. ones that didn't know were excited to find out they had a little piece of history yeah. uh, right there, right down their road. I mean, they kind of most of the people in the area knew about geocaching because there's geocaches out there. Oh, 5,500 uh, in Colby. Okay. Never mind. I think they all realized that they had that piece of history, the worldwide history, you know, of a game that's been around for. We're right at 20 years now. So, you know, it, it's pretty interesting to see how a community adopts something like that, too. But it, it really is. It's, you know, for us and, and our collective community, it's a historical site, just like yeah. the original stash, just like the two remaining ape caches. You know, it's it's mm -hmm. it's pretty cool. It's part of like mm -hmm. our community lore in a way. Yeah. Well, it is. And it's people and, you know, obviously people have have heard this when last time you're on here, but it's people have adopted it into their own family history and it's really become a part of people's, you know, maybe not everybody's as much as yours. Right. I mean, but, <laughs> but, um, but probably a lot also, I know there were some geocaching weddings going on for a while out there that, um, but you know, people have, and I think with 2020 and with Mingo, especially with 2022, uh, I think I've heard more, as long as I've been in the game, this is the most buzz, positive buzz I've ever heard about people really looking forward to an event, not because they were going to go get a thousand caches or they're going to do something else like that. Although the icons are obviously a, yeah. a factor in 2020, right? But, um, and Mingo as well, but people seeing it as part of, that's like a destination for them. They're going to go, even if they've been there before, it's really a destination. And when I pitched it to my wife, which it's actually on our anniversary, so it's our 22nd anniversary. Not Mingo, but the. No, no, no. Yeah. no 2020. Yeah, and 2020. Uh, I was like, you know, well, that's I just got to tell you, there's this event we got to kind of go to. But uh, I mean, it, like there was no hesitation. And because um, we kind of looked at it and for just for our family alone. And I'm just I'm newer compared to a lot of people. Right. But this will be around 10 years that we've been in the game. Our kids have grown up. They started as babies and they've grown up in it. And uh, this will be. 10, 000, that one will be 10,000 for us. And I think that's a lot of photos and, and family time. And it'll actually be, we're, we're cheating and we're going to Alaska right before that. Well, so and that's great. State yeah. as well. And for 10 years, that's been such a huge part of our life. I mean, it wasn't even a question mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah, that's where we're going for our anniversary. We're going to get to see all the friends we've met over the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. And you know, I just haven't heard since I've been in the game this much positive buzz and people being this happy about all the stuff that's going on. So Good. kudos on that. I think it's really, really cool. That's the way it should be. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It really is. It really is. And, yeah. and look, mm -hmm. you, you guys have a, have a significant part of, in it all also, you know, think about the work that you're doing. You're, you're engaging folks with your podcast. You're getting the word out. You're, you're having, having, important conversations, providing entertainment, you know, just like HQ, you are also part of the community playing a role that is very distinct from the role that we play. And mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's pretty cool. So, you know, one of the things we talk about at HQ is that the work that we do creates a positive impact 
And likewise, the work that you guys are doing is creating a positive impact. And the, the work that the Adventure Lab creators or cash creators or the folks that are going to experiment with AR, you know, again, the community volunteers, it's all, it's, it's a whole lot of people sort of putting things into this community and this ecosystem. And, you know, it's like the pebbles in the pond where the ripples span worldwide and they're, and they're positive. Um, it's, it's just super cool. So, you know, nice work by you guys too. Well, thank, well, you. thank you. We really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. We've, and that's something I think that uh, we have really been, uh, been so thankful for is that, you know, you or the reviewers or, or different people that are involved with, 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 with HQ uh, have been so wonderful to us. It's been, it's been, it's been a great mutual relationship and that uh, we're able to do, you know, like you said, it's kind of like you've, you've been able to empower various groups and it really, I think, has really helped the whole. It helps the whole community, as, as you as you mentioned. You've got, we can't mention them all night, but you've got, you know, you have different vendors who are selling a shirt, or they're, you know, making. Uh, we're going to have next week's show is Ride in the Rain. We're going to have a guy on from Ride in the Rain. I mean, that's a good example of a, a community who, um, you know, makes a product that we're all able to sort of uh, use and be part of. That's really cool to to have that um, uh, uh, relationship with all these different groups. And, you know, getting back to the, the events, one of the things that uh, I really enjoy, I know Jesse really enjoys, and I know you do too. And that is getting to an event and being able to see new people or, you know, and meet people that you've, you've only talked to, um, you know, uh, it's just, it's just, there's something about that, you know, that we're all together, you know, and there's something, something magical about that whole experience of, of, uh, we have a little different cause we've got podcasts so that, you know, we have kind of, but even the people that we don't, they don't watch our show that we know through other things, either just through social media or we've seen them on a show or something, or we've read a book or whatever, but to meet them face to face is just kind of a great, a great experience. And that's something that I know I always look forward to. I'm looking forward to all the megas that I'm going to try to get to this year. Um, and all the ones, you know, Jesse's going to get to go to, uh, you know, it just, it, it's just a million that, instant friends. It is a million instant friends around the world or, or whatever the, I don't know what the number is now. I know there's always, and you know, good luck figuring that out. I'm sure you'll have <laughs> the analytics for it, but however many vacuum cashers or whatever is out there, but um, there's, there's anywhere you go, if you run into somebody and you just happen to be wearing a shirt or whatever else, instant friends and all the other negativity that's going on in the world right now, which we don't talk about. Yeah. It's out. It's out the window. You instantly have something to talk about. It, it's funny. My, my dad who lives in New York, he, he wears a geocaching hat pretty much wherever he goes. He, uh, and, and he'll wear them out. So you know, every six to nine months, he's like, hey, Brian, can you send me another hat? I'm like, yep, you got it, Dad. <laughs> and he just loves, my, I mean, my parents have been on a handful of geocache hunts, like really just one handful, not two hands full. And it's normally when I go in, I'm like, come on, there's one nearby, let's go find it. Or they're like, oh, we want to see how it, how it works, like show us. 
So, but he wants to wear the hat because he loves meeting people that are geocachers. Oh, cool. Like, oh, you're a geocacher. Just, just for him to know, like, there's people like us out there. It's just something that, that makes him happy. So I'll just keep sending him hats and he keeps wearing them. And people say, oh, you're a geocacher. You're like, well, my son works at the company and <laughs> yeah. it's just fun stuff. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. It's it's just it's fun to have that lighthearted exchange anytime you can. Jeremy, uh, he he's up there and uh, never met. I don't think I've ever met Jeremy, but we've we've connected and uh, he's always like, "Hey, we're we want us, you know, we're we're you know big promoters of geocache talk, and you know, I'm in Texas, Jesse's in Colorado, but yet we've got supporters all over. So it's kind of neat to to connect with people. So there you go, yay New York. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so before we run out of time, we had so much on the list and we're not getting any of it because, you know, no. it's just we, we have fun when we're talking to you. But um, we did want to bring up uh, virtuals because those yeah. be going pretty well from our perspective. I I hope that's the same. I think you've been that's what we've heard anyway, is that that's going pretty okay. well. Yeah, um, I think. The, the virtual rewards things that we've done have gone really well. Mm-hmm. And I think that it, the way that it was done, you know, honestly, real kudos to our community team and how they thought through it and how they got feedback and rolled it out and, and did all that. Um, you know, I'm not sure when we're going to do it again, uh, but I would suspect that we will because it was a success um, in all likelihood given all the things going on in 2020, we might not do it again in 2020. Mm-hmm. But I do think we'll do it again. And it, it was, you know, by, by every account, it was a success. There's now virtuals in countries that may not have even had a virtual, a little bit more accessible for folks. And again, if, if giving somebody a virtual and having them put it out somewhere where there hasn't been a virtual, if that inspires a bunch of people to leave their house and go out and have an adventure, well, that's really consistent with with what we're all trying to do. So it's it, it was a it was a nice it was a nice fun win win for for everybody. That's uh, I've only heard good things about that too. That's just funny. Everything's you know, there's a, the only negative thing I've ever heard is man, I wish I got one. I'm like, well, you probably will. You yeah, just keep trying. Yeah. Speaking of which, I I can tell you a little bit. I I think I'm allowed to talk about this, but I will anyway. Um, <laughs> In, in terms of like the Adventure Lab credits, I, I mentioned that we were giving them out um, through, perhaps I mentioned that we were giving them out through the course of this year. Um, but, but as we had started in 2019, we're now giving out, we're continuing to give out credits throughout 2020. And so the, uh, the basic, uh, the way that we're looking at it is in 2019, we put out a form for people to say, hey, I want a lab cash credit, please, you know, consider me. And we basically picked something just north of 250 because, again, our goal was 250. Right. And we worked through that. And we got in, I don't remember how long the form was up, but we got thousands of people <laughs> who have asked, uh, which awesome. is great. You know, it's, it's, it's absolutely yeah. fantastic. So we, um, over the course of the year, and even until this year, We've still been chipping away at that list. And I think that we're close to being done with those original few thousand um, requests. And so what we're starting to do here, either like last week or in the, in the coming few weeks, 
is we will be giving out credits. Um, oh, cool. This time we're not going to put up a form. This okay. time what we're doing, we're, you know, again, testing, we're trying something different and mm -hmm. we are doing it's, it's some random selection uh, with some geographic focuses. So we're sure. looking at areas that may not have an adventure lab or uh, cities that maybe only have one that we want to have more just again for testing. Right. Um, the requirements, if I remember it correctly, again, there's some random element. Right. Um, at least for the foreseeable future, it is premium members are being selected for obvious okay. reasons. It's you sure. know, our promise to premium members that they would get first access to, to new features and functionality. So right. premium members, um, you have to have found um, at least a lab cache, maybe a couple of lab caches. Mm -hmm. um, you have to be active. No surprise there. Sure. Yeah, makes um, sense. One of them, I have to be active Found the lab cache. Oh, you have to be, you have to be subscribed to our marketing emails. Oh, cool. Basically what we're doing cool. is we're emailing people. Yeah. We can't, you know, spam and those laws and regulations uh, we take mm -hmm. seriously. So we, we can't email somebody if they're not signed up to be on our marketing email list. Sure. There's functional emails. Like if you're a cash owner and you're, you know, there's an issue with your cash, we can always do that. That's part yeah. of the deal. But if it's like, hey, we've got this new product. Would you like to try it? We can't really send you a, a, an unsolicited email to do that. So right. I think that those are the, the near-term requirements for anybody out there that's interested. And then again, there's a lot of premium members out there, thankfully. Yeah. So you may not get selected soon. You might get selected soon. Um, you know, I think that we're going to continue to work through the, the credit system and see how many people will build them, how, how many can we create while at the same time managing the functional scale of the platform to make sure that it doesn't break or it doesn't fall down or, or that there are, you know, if there's issues that arise that we have time to address them without being burdened by some overwhelming scale. Sure. Here's an interesting question. I think going along with that, do they have to be completed and not hidden on your stats? And I'm assuming that's meaning to show that they're active, but y'all would see that whether they're hidden or not, whether people publish their stats or not. You yeah, can oh, absolutely. Yeah, we, we know. <laughs> we, yeah. we do have that data. You can find that data, yeah. No, that's good. Yeah, that's something. Go ahead. No, that's the, I love that you're doing more of those. And mm -hmm. may or may not, I would suspect it sounds like you're kind of probably going to do some virtuals in the future again as well. And yeah, again, I, I don't think the virtuals are coming anytime soon. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so much. We all have a lot to do right now. Which another one of those came out, and I know we're trying to rush through here at the end. But um, community celebrations, you oh you yeah, those out too, so people have those, and those hadn't really started hitting yet. I know it's May, not till May, but May second. Yeah, uh, that's another thing that people got to opt into and and got to get as well. That that's those are going to be a lot of fun. I actually. Um, it may seem funny, but I, I put in for one, you know, I filled out the form and, and the deal is, and, and everybody understands this is like, I, I don't want special treatment. Um, if I get selected, cool. If I don't get selected, I didn't get a virtual. Um, and I, you know, I didn't deserve to get a virtual based on the qualifications that we had for virtuals at the time, uh, but I did get a, a 2020 celebration event and I'm, I'm considering that, I'm going to visit my family in July in New York. And I mm. thought 
that it might be cool to do one on Long Island. Now that I'm a, a member of the geocachers of Long Island, I was right. That's why I got on there. See my uh, get get to see my hometown folks. That's right. We'll see how it goes, and I might be able to bring my parents to an event, and my dad could bring his hat. Yeah, that that would be good. I have to admit, I hit the lottery this year, and uh, you did. I got. Uh, lab caches. I got a community celebration event and a virtual. So yeah, you it. stop giving I stuff to Jesse right now. Stop I it. Think, um, and stop I, it. I, I am so excited about my virtual. I've had it planned for a while now and it hadn't yeah. come yet, but I am he so does. excited about it. We're not going to talk about it, but no, we can't. Not yet. Spoiler. We, we can't, can't do that. that one yet. No spoiler. I that excited since I've started geocaching for where I get to place mine so yes i'm super excited about it so yeah, and, and f so so from my perspective like to hear it and see that excitement like <laughs> that feels good like that's that's what yeah. we're you know as as a as a company as a community like everybody everybody out there that's watching your podcast mm -hmm. to hear you say how excited you are like that's a good thing we all know just how how important and and awesome that is so it's it, it's really cool to hear it's really yeah cool. It's yeah, uh, it's great. You can't you can't complain about all the stuff that's happening right now. There's so much stuff going amazing. on. Amazing. We're we're we have so many things to uh, Brian. That we've been we're bottled up. We can't talk about them yet because we've got some some cool things coming up. And uh, one of the things that of course we we were able to release early in the years. We're up to four podcasts now, or you know. So it's been cool to uh, to have to expand the network, which has been neat. Um, um, there's a question we probably, I don't know if we're going to really spend a lot of time on it, but I, I, I would like to let you comment on it. Um, and that was, uh, some people have mentioned this about, about webcams, um, and it's about making it sort of a reward, like a virtual, you know, to, to not just blanket them back out, but to maybe give them out as maybe a reward. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on something like that? Um, I like the idea and, uh, we have talked about it. I would say I wouldn't count on it happening too soon because right. again, it's not, it's not on our list for this year, as far as I know, because mm -hmm. uh, the list is, is long, but we yeah. do recognize that some of them are, some of them are going away and people do care about them. And, you know, I, I think that there's a, there's a chance that we'll do something, but probably not this year. Right. Right. That's cool though. It's something that you know, a lot of people are passionate about. I know that we've talked about it on the show. Some, we, we kind of keep a, for a while they were keeping track of a sort of a grim stat as we were watching them disappear and we kind of stopped doing that, but got sad. So it was sad. We didn't want to do it anymore. Or to not have them disappear personally. Um, but you know, it's, there's a lot of things to consider when we, when we figure sure. out a rewards program. And really, even if we all like the idea and we prioritize it, then we still have to do the work to make it happen. So yeah. I think it's a ways out. This is, as you might imagine, this is going to be a busy year for us. Yeah. <laughs> but same kind of excitement that, that Jesse's got sitting with his geocaching HQ background. That's right. Uh, that's something similar with a different geocaching HQ. That's right. You're looking good back there. Look, HQ right there. Yeah, <laughs> the rest of the lackeys, you know, yeah. there's that sense of excitement that we all all feel being part of the community this year. But mm -hmm. here at headquarters, there's a similar sense of excitement about like all the good things that are that are already happening and the the good things to come. 
Well, and there's more that we're not going to even be able to scratch the surface on too, because you're doing the uh, well, the location list, and we're talking about the official one, <laughs> the official yeah. location list. I mean, you know, with Signal, that's you're giving people an opportunity to get that icon again. Um, I'm sure that was no small decision to make. Not not small at all. No, there was a, a lot of discussion around here uh, about that one. And I think, you know, the way that it's come out it feels pretty good. People are mm-hmm. excited about it. You know, again, we don't know for sure until we start really telling people. And, you know, when we first started doing it, people were, had a bunch of questions. And so, you know, those were more limited conversations. And it's like, all right, well, before we tell everybody, we need to figure out answers to these questions. How are we going to do it logistically? What does it mean? What do you get? What don't you get? Where are, you know, where do we draw the lines? Mm-hmm. And again, this is another example of like kudos to the community team. They really care. They are engaged with the community volunteers to get feedback and ideas. And this one feels exciting. And knowing that there's been a few events already and that people have logged signal, um, it's pretty exciting. Just an, yeah. uh, add it to the list of other <laughs> things that are going on that, that are going to be fun for the, for the game and the community. So yeah. there's, there's one other thing that we could, and before we hit the souvenirs or whatever, there's one thing that we could fill a whole show about. I could fill a whole show about, um, <laughs> but you've already mentioned it. So this isn't a secret or whatever. We didn't get time to talk about it before the thing. I'm not, I'm not ambushing you, no, go ahead. Uh, which I would never do anyway. Right. But uh, you mentioned on a couple other shows that y'all are experimenting with, and I don't know how to phrase this, but cleaning up some of the kind of abandoned caches in the past and, all the challenges that go with that. I think you did an experiment kind of in the Southeast region. We did Georgia and North Carolina. Yeah. The, 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 the quick um, sort of the wrap up on it was we identified caches where the cash owner had not been active in over five years. Okay. That's a long time. And we went out and there were some other qualifications, but what we did was we, Posted on the cache page, uh, we we temp- temporarily disabled the cache, and we said we sent a letter to the cache owner. We posted a note on the cache page itself, just mm-hmm. saying, particularly to the owner, like, "Hey, we haven't heard from you in a while. Um, we want to make sure you're still active and and maintaining your cache. And if you're not, if you're no longer active, where our plan is to archive the cache. And if you are active, please come back and just re-enable it." Yeah. Um, if you don't want to keep it anymore, feel free to disable it or, or archive it and we'll go from there. Right. We gave them about 30 days. And I think last Monday was like 35 days or 34 days. And we went in and we looked and we actually, did, you know, we heard back from a couple of them and, and they were re-enabled and cool. many of them just were not. And so we went in and we archived them. And mm-hmm. internally what we said is, hey, if somebody comes back and they're like, hey, you just archived my cash. It was two days ago, whatever. We'll unarchive it. You know, this was, we're not trying to like put the hammer yep. on. We're just trying to say, hey, what does this, what does the test look like? And and if we do archive these caches, is the local community going to replace them with new caches? Give the the community more stuff to find or, or things like that. And, you know, so the, we have archived them. We, we're not, you know, we will be measuring. Um, do new caches get placed in that area? Does it provide for more activity? And then, right. then we're going to, you know, sit down and say, okay, is this worth doing? What does it mean? Yeah. Did we learn? You know, the, again, the short answer is we may do nothing with it ever again. It may have been mm-hmm. just an experiment where we learned what we needed to learn. 
long term, I think what you know, uh, Vancouver does a really good job in in BC, their organization right. being like a cash turnover program. Mm-hmm. I feel like after 19 years, there's some really good caches that are still out there. There's sort of historically notable caches that absolutely should be preserved. But if it's just sort of a normal everyday cache that is doesn't get found anymore because everybody's already found it and you know you're the cash owner consider maybe archiving the cash let somebody else place a cash or archive the cash and go put a bigger cash out there if you can yeah. um and let's let's try and keep the experience fresh give people stuff to do because we don't want to be in a position where really active cashers have to go further and further from their home just to get the next cash um, yeah so just some thoughts that we've been having at HQ. We wanted to do a test, but it was just a test. Uh, you know, I don't believe that we have any plans to do something more significant in the in the near term. Uh, next steps are really go back and consider the feedback, consider what we learned, um, and maybe we do something, maybe we don't. But that was, right. that was the nature of the test. Yeah, that's. that's cool. uh, I'm really glad to see that y'all tried that, and and you've mentioned, you know, you've mentioned several times the the complications that are there cross-listing and property rights and, you know, special caches and everything else. So I wouldn't want to touch that with a 10 foot pole, but uh, I'm glad that y'all did that. I know that's got to be really hard in the midst of 2020, but I, I think it's also important. So hopefully in the future, there is something that maybe even the locals can do to help out with that, you know, uh, to help keep their community active and, you know, caches need to be associated with the person in case there's a problem. So yeah. hopefully, you know, there's something or got maybe even guidance in the future on how locals can help headquarters out. So you're not having to to lift that heavy stone all by yourself. But, you know, best guidelines or whatever. And again, we could spend hours talking about that alone. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just want to mention it. Thanks again. I'm glad you all tackled that project in the, in the midst of everything else going on. You were still looking at improving the quality. So that's pretty cool. That's that's what we're trying to do. So it's, I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad you like it. And just juggling more, right. Just might as well juggle some more, throw another ball in there. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's interesting because, you know, juggling takes energy as we know, mm-hmm. and we are taking energy from the excitement that's taking place globally with the game and the community right now. So, you know, it, it, it as I said, there's excitement here. Um, there's, there's a lot we can do with it. And if that means that we're more effective jugglers right now, well, let's keep it going and, and try and get some of these other great ideas out the door. Um, there's more to come. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Jesse, anything else? I've got uh, winners from last week. I need to mention, and we can start okay. the wrap, the wrap yeah, up. I mean, we've got it on there, but I think in most of our, you know, I would say that if we miss anything tonight, y'all are doing a huge job on getting all that information out on the mm-hmm. blog you're sending out emails, you know, to people that are subscribed, you're getting all this information out. It's not a lot of secret stuff. You know, you've done a really good job. There's souvenirs coming up. There's all kinds of stuff that people are getting. And obviously most of the people that are listening to the show are pretty invested. So they get a lot of that information, but for the newer people go sign up for the blog, you know, get the blog, get the updates. There's so much information coming on right now, coming out right bounce, now. Bounce, bounce bounce wants you to grab a shirt. Uh, just That's right. For you. Before you walk out of HQ, if you could grab a shirt for Bounce Mounts, which, by the way, we didn't even get to talk about tonight. But oh my gosh, I guess I know. We mentioned, you can go buy, I mean, right? They're still available, right? For oh, yeah. we- and, and if we run out of them in the near term, we'll order more. I'm pretty okay. sure we ordered at least a couple hundred of them. So there should be quite a few. 
Oh yeah, I'm I'm not missing that opportunity. I'm definitely getting one of those. That's <laughs> obviously it's a recreation, but it's so cool because we've read about them, you know, from the very beginning. We, so we even talked about it. I think the first time we had Brian on a few years ago, mm-hmm. uh, we a couple of years ago, we we actually talked about that crazy shirt. And sure enough, I got the the uh, blog post or whatever that came out. I got the email that said that it was coming out. It made me think about that. The fact that <laughs> crazy shirts back. So I love it. Yeah, everybody's ordering yeah, their shirts. People so. have already gotten theirs. Yeah, there you go. Behind the cast, he's ordered it. Oh, Joshua. Joshua's got his already. Oh, Joshua's got one. Look out. Oh, That's a nice profile pic you got there, Joshua. <laughs> Look at that guy. I know. Isn't that great? Some people are just too photogenic. He is something else. He's great. Now, um, uh, I would say, you know, we could talk to you all night long, but we want to respect your time as well. Is there anything else that you want to just – I know yeah. you've been doing the rounds and you've really been pushing the information out there, which is great. Is there anything you, you want to make sure people know or just be aware of? Uh, you know, just to wrap it up, it's 2020 is going to be a good year. 20 years of this game is, is something that's really worth celebrating. Mm-hmm. We're excited to be part of it. You know, everybody out there is doing something for 2020 and, and together there's, we're just going to create a lot of joy all over the world. And, and that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess as, as we wrap up and then, uh, if you want to say something too, just real quick, and then, uh, I got the winners from last week and then we'll do the, the out, the outro and we'll be done. So I guess, um, I echo that. Is there anything, Jesse, you want to say last thing before we wrap up? I just say, be happy, spread the word, let everybody know what's going on and take this, take advantage of this time. You know, everybody's been in the game a different amount of time, but, this is definitely one of the most exciting years to be involved in the game that I've been in it. And, you know, y'all are doing a great job of leveling the playing field. So everybody gets to, whether they're a two-year casher or a 20-year casher, right. people get to experience everything that everybody's had a chance to. And that's that's great. You know, it's 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 a great time to be in geocaching right now. So okay. it is. All right. Uh, I want to mention real quick from last week, uh, I'll, we'll be sending emails, but we did have um cash canada was on last week which was a lot of fun we talked about earth caches which we didn't even talk we didn't even bring up the the topic of earth caches tonight but that's always fun to talk about but we had a great uh, uh show last week we had and they wanted to give away some stuff so i got three winners i got deadliest cashers dirty wood and buzz 82 were all winners of um trackables from cash canada and i sent a note already over to dave and karen so they'll be taking care of that. So again, Brian, thank you so much. Uh, sorry about your Seahawks. That's why we had to move the show. First time was because the Seahawks were playing, and maybe, maybe, maybe. you know, I, I I was really excited to see uh, the Chiefs win. Mahomes did a great job. It was a lot yep. of fun, and the the Seahawks just didn't make it that, this year. But that's okay. No, but I know that's a fun. It, it, I, I want to go to a game sometime because it, it just the atmosphere of it looks so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we walked by there one time uh, when we were in um, in Seattle. It's kind of neat how where they put it, you know, where they put the stadium. I think that was smart. Um, so it's one of those – not every location has something like that. So that was fun. So, all right. Well, again, thank you so much, Brian. We'll talk to you soon. Stick around for a minute uh, as we – Let the show end. Here we go.
Thanks, everyone. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight as well as our new format. Please email us your comment at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify, as well as at the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. Get them involved with us in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Brian. You want to say goodbye? <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. He's going to kill me. Good night, everybody. Again, have a uh, have a great week and uh, happy geocaching. Thanks, everybody. Cheers. Take care, guys. You bet.